You did it. You have found the Lord of the Storm podcast. Congratulations. We are reading the Bible chapter by chapter and taking a few minutes to talk about what the Lord is saying to us. I'm your Bible reading friend, Dan Parr, and today we are in chapter 20 of Matthew. You can turn there now in your Bible, and I'll be reading from the easy to understand and read EUR version. In this chapter, we get to hear what Jesus thinks about equal pay for equal work and learn a little bit about generosity. And a blind man is given the gift of sight. Let's pray. Lord, as we spend this time with you today, help us to see what you want us to see in your word. Meet with us now, we ask, in Jesus' powerful name. Matthew 20. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man who owned land, who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. After they agreed to be paid a denarius, worth one day's pay, for the day, he sent the workers into his vineyard. He went out at about 9 a.m. and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever pay is right I will give you. So they went. Again he went out at about noon and 3 p.m. and did likewise. At about 5 p.m. he went out and found others standing idle. He asked them, Why do you stand here all day not working? They said, Because no one has hired us. He told them, You also go into the vineyard, and you will receive whatever pay is right. When evening came, the landowner said to his manager, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. When those who were hired at about 5 p.m. came, they each received a denarius. When the first came, they expected that they would receive more, but they also received a denarius. When they received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last workers spent only one hour working, and you have made them equal to us, who worked all day in the scorching heat. But he answered, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Didn't you agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go. I want to give this last person hired just as much as I give you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with what I own? Or is your eye envious because I am good? So, the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. As Jesus was going on the way to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside and said to them, Look, we are going up to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and experts in the law, and they will condemn him to death, and will hand him over to the Gentiles to mock, beat, and crucify, and on the third day he will be raised up. The mother of Zebedee's sons came to him with her sons, kneeling and asking a favor of him. He asked her, What do you want? She said, Command that my two sons may sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your kingdom. But Jesus answered, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I am about to drink and be baptized with baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, We are. He said, You will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with my baptism. But to sit at my right and my left is not mine to give, but it is for those it has been prepared for by my father. When the ten heard about this, they were angry with the two brothers. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the foreigners hold power over the people and their highest leaders exercise authority over them. It is not to be so among you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first among you must be your servant. Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As they went out from Jericho, a great crowd of people followed him. When two blind men sitting by the road heard that Jesus was passing by, they cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, you son of David. The crowd reprimanded them, telling them to be quiet, but they cried out even more, 
Lord, have mercy on us, you son of David. Jesus stood still and asked them, What do you want me to do for you? They told him, Lord, open our eyes. Jesus was moved with compassion and touched their eyes. Immediately, they received their sight and they followed him. You know what's funny about this to me is just as he gets done telling them that he is going to be beaten and killed and then miraculously rise again, we don't get any response from the disciples. That's some pretty big news that he's giving them and we get nothing from them in return. Instead, what we get is this assertive mother who shows up, comes in and says, do something special for my boys. I've got to wonder, were they embarrassed by that? Are they thinking, mom, what are you doing? Or was it more like, thanks, mommy. (laughs) Cut the cord, lady. Let them stand on their own. Well, good news. They eventually do and become braver and more influential than I'm sure she could have ever imagined. So Jesus had just told them everything that's about to happen to him. And then it shifts gears to focus on the wants of his followers. Is it possible that we do the same? Instead of going to Jesus to listen, we just go and tell him what we want. We're not listening to what he is saying about what he is going to do. We're just interested in what he is going to do for us. Ouch. And then we move into the story of the landowner. He hires some men to work early in the morning. They agree to work for him for a full day for a full day's pay. Sounds fair. One day's work equals one day's pay. We've got no problem with that until we see someone getting more than us that did less work. We're fine when we know we've got a job for the day. We have enough money for food now. We'll be able to pay our bills. We've got peace about everything, all because our needs are going to be met. But then on the other side of that, there's those that are standing there waiting all day to be hired. As the hours pass, they probably start to grow concerned. Man, I've got no money coming in today. How am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do? And then they get hired for one hour. Ooh, wow. Maybe they're thinking, well, at least maybe it'll be enough to buy one meal. But then to their amazement, they get a full day's pay for that one hour's worth of work. They can now feed their kids. They can pay their bills. Everyone should be happy for them, right? But what happens? Those that have been working all day think, well, that's not right. If you're giving them a day's pay for one hour of work, you should be giving me two or three days pay for work that I did all day long. But that's not what they agreed to. They were happy to have a full day's pay all day long, right up until they saw someone getting the same amount that they were supposed to get. The landowner helps them see the problem. They're actually mad because he's being generous. And how easy would it be for us to be mad too if we were in their shoes? And then how do our feelings change if we put ourselves in the shoes of those who worked only one hour and got a full day's pay? God is telling us he's not being unfair. He's being generous. But we get jealous thinking that he's not being generous to us. And that's where I'm tempted to go off course. God, why don't you do that for me? Do you love them more than you love me? And again, it comes back to what do we need to learn? God's more interested in developing our character. So if I'm questioning God about uh, somebody getting more than me, I've got a trust issue. I'm saying basically that I don't trust him to be good to me, to love me as much as he loves someone else, to show me the favor that he's showing to someone else. That's the real issue. So if you're struggling with this scenario, question yourself. Why am I feeling this way? Lord, reveal to me what's going on behind the scenes here. And then get ready, because the Lord will show you. 
Well, I don't know about you, but that helped me. Uh, Let's pray. Lord, thank you for meeting with us today. You are in the Word, and you are the Word, and you are faithful to speak when we come before you with open hearts to listen. Help us in our trust, knowing that, yes, at times others are going to be blessed when we're not, but we don't see the whole picture of what's going on in their life or in our life or in the kingdom and what you've got planned. Instead, like that mother, we get too focused on what you're going to do for us, what we want you to do for us. Refocus us on putting you on the throne and taking ourselves off. For the person listening right now that is having a hard time with this or anything else in their life, give them a broader picture of who you are and what you're doing and let them see that you haven't forgotten about them. You're simply working things out. Help them to trust you until that picture comes into view for them, I pray in Jesus' name. Well, that is another chapter done. Once again, I am blessed by you taking the time to read along with me, and I thank you for coming, and I look forward to meeting with you again next time. Until then, may the Lord watch over you and bless you with his perfect peace and love and joy in Jesus' name. We'll talk again soon. God bless.